Hey, another great episode of Roundup is coming up next. If you like what you heard, please go online to redsearadio.org and donate, become a monthly sustaining member, and keep us on the air. Thank you and God bless. Welcome, welcome to this special edition of Red Sea Roundup. I'm the host of the day, Pam Marvin, but today is a very special pre-recorded episode. Right now I'm live at the Family Fun Day out at Henderson Park, and it has been an amazing day so far. All these joyful faces and families and kids, ah, just just makes my heart explode. With me right now, I have Jeremy Stavanoa to come say a few words about what his thoughts are on the day so far. Um, we've just been having a good time. It's great to see all the families out here um, just gather together, seeing kids, parents running around, and seeing people doing the same stuff that we are, just living out family life. Right. We're so glad you could join us because, you know, fathers are so very important. Every time you turn around, you hear about the importance of dads today. And so, Jeremy, thank you so much for being here with your beautiful wife and family and kids. It just makes my heart so happy every time I see you all together. So thank you for joining us even just for a second. Yep. All right. And, Jeremy, I'd like to to give credit where credit is due because you do have a lovely uh, other half, Jennifer Stavanoa is uh, one of the main planners with us. She's been meeting for multiple weeks now to plan this Red Sea slash Ablaze Family Ministries Family Fun Day. We've got well over 100 people here today, and we hope people are going to be coming and going throughout the day. And just to to give people that are listening an intro, we have craft activities here to our, our rear. We've got basketball, football, cornhole, ladder ball, uh, what do you call that four-square volleyball thing over there? Nine what? Square the Nine square in the air. We have more than enough ice pops to sugar up any kids. We have face painting. We've got more than enough water to keep everyone safe. We've got horseshoes. We've got kite flying. We had a kickball game. It was wonderful. It was Jeremy, so amazing. Jeremy, do you want to share about the kickball game? I mean, it's, it wasn't pretty, folks. We, we had a good time, and it was a Blaze versus Red Sea, and a Blaze came out on top. Yeah, and by, I happened to be on the Blaze team. Kind <laughs> of a landslide, I must say. We didn't get quite mercy ruled, but it was, it was darn close. So thank you so much to a Blaze for coming out, and for uh, even though you beat the Red Sea Raiders today, maybe some other time we'll uh, meet your match. That'd be great. Next time, baseball Next is what's being requested by Mr. J.P. Nutt, one of the stars of the Red Sea Raiders. Jeremy, thank you for all you do for youth and our, our Catholic community. We love you, and we're so happy that you're here today. Thank and you. folks, we're going to hope to have next year another Red Sea Ablaze Family Fun Day. Just stay tuned, and we're going to have another guest here coming up, maybe a reluctant guest, Katka Perez. One of, thank you, Jeremy. Everybody give him a hand. All right, Jeremy, Jeremy. uh, our next guest is going to be Katka Perez. Hi, everyone. And Katka is an old uh, old Army volunteer for Red Sea. She's been here since the beginning making videos. Go ahead, Pam. No, no, I was just thinking, I think Katka was at the station before I was, and I got on there pretty early with Megan when we started, when she started Roundup. And it's so good to see her and her family as it's grown. She has the twins and little Alexander. 
So how, what do you think about this? I mean, you've been around Red Sea for a while. I'm, I'm just amazed by everything that Red Sea is doing with the Blaze for us uh, hosting us, because for us parents, it's very hard to do anything that's pretty organized, and uh, the kids got to uh, have their face painted. They loved it. So thank you so much. What we'll come again. We'll come Thanks again. Thanks be to God. You call us, we'll be here. And for those of you that are listening but didn't come, oh my gosh, we have the perfect day with the perfect breeze. It's been wonderful. We've got yeah. some cloud cover. It's what we were praying for, folks. So we want to continue to have wonderful events like this for Red Sea events. Don't we, Pam? Oh, so much. I want to thank my sweet, dear friend, Katka. I love you, sweetheart. Thank you for showing up and Me being too. on the radio with us. We'll see you soon. Yes. And okay. we miss seeing you around the studio. And so, yeah. uh, you know, yes. you're always welcome, Katka, to come around and, and help us out. Always love to see you. Thanks and be everyone. God. Yeah. That's thank Katka you. Perez, everyone. Give her a hand. Thank you, Katka, for coming on to the Red Sea Roundup Hot That's Seat. Right. We have two more guests that are going to come on. And this first segment of Red Sea Roundup, uh, we have a, a, a great lineup coming up after the show. We have the new principal of the St. Joseph Catholic School, right. Julia Mishler, and the superintendent of Catholic Schools for our Diocese, Misty, Misty Poe. Poe. That's Misty right. Poe is coming up. Uh, Pam, do you want to introduce Paula Gobabai? And well, well, this is my first time meeting them. Oh, so Paula Gobabai. <laughs> Hello, Paula. Nice to meet you. Justin, and okay, Justin. they're here. Y'all look very them the familiar, even though I haven't met you. So tell me what the connection is. We bounce around in the Catholic community. You and do? And actually, Pam, we have met, although it's been a, a while. It was 2019, I was on your program to talk about the initiative that I'm helping to start with the Catholic Montessori Co-op, Maristella. Oh, yes, yes, oh. okay, so it was, did you come into the studio that day? I did, oh, so yes, me for... a lot has happened between yeah. 2019 and today. Right, it's so. like you might have had a child or two since then. Yes. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I actually believe that he was a newborn at that time right. when I was on the radio. That effort is still underway, by the way. So we're... Well, you'll have to come on whenever you're ready to come talk about it some more. That'd be wonderful. Okay. We've had some or... recent opportunities come yeah, up, so we'll have awesome. to update that. We indeed will have them back as a repeat guest. So thank you, Paula. Justin? And we do appreciate you guys doing this event. I mean, oftentimes as Catholics, we're only seeing the Catholics we go to Mass with or the Mass time we're going to. So it's hard to meet people with different parishes, meet people that go to Mass at different times. So this is really a wonderful event. And yeah. thank you guys so much for putting it on. Thanks yes, be to God. Yes, yeah, we want to have you. more of these types of events where families are gathered together to share not only the faith, but the joy of being Catholic. And mm -hmm. this last year sucked a lot of joy <laughs> from our, our world, but also our church. That's and so sure. we want to be able to bring that back like gangbusters and have that's Red right. Sea help lead the way for this community. I think that's how that we best and most effectively share our faith and spread our faith is by living the joy of our faith. That's and right. it is joyful. So we're so excited for this opportunity right. to be now, together as family, just having fun. Yeah, Laura reminded me something I had said a while ago. I'm going to repeat it again. When I met her, I went into the Ablaze office and there was so much joy that I actually started to feel like I was going to weep because of the joy and the goodness of so many people gathered together with a very big love of Christ. And Dennis, I'm really feeling that here today. I mean, I get a little bit choked up when I see all the beautiful families. <laughs> the beautiful families and the children. Oh, they have children. Four now that mine children. are almost grown. <laughs> they have four beautiful children that are here with That's them. Right. That's right. And so we thanks be to God for the Go Bye Bye family. Thank you. Thank you guys again. It's a wonderful event. 
All right, folks, so we're going to wrap up this segment for Red Sea Roundup. If you're uh, listening now, you missed out if you weren't here, but this happened just this past weekend, the Family Fun Day for 2021. What do you think? Uh, We'd love to have it annual. We had one three years ago and to kind of dip our toes in the water, but we we knew it was time to come back together as families, especially after the crazy year we've had last year. Awesome. So, yeah, let's let's wrap up. Let's wrap up our show. And, uh, you know, we're very excited to uh, to present to you the Red Sea Catholic Radio and Ablaze Family Fun Day. Stay tuned. We're going to have more. Uh, Pam, I'm going to kick it back to you in the studio. Well, how about that? We did have a great time. I know that that was pre-recorded, but man, what joy there was (laughs) at the Family Fun Day. We've never launched with a pre-recorded segment. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Pam. Good morning, Dennis. It's so good to, to see you again so soon after that was, last weekend. That was an indeed a, a very fun day. And if I had listened to my wife, I would not have a peeling face right now. I should have put on my sunscreen, but that's okay. <laughs> it was a wonderful, sunshiny day, and it had just enough wind uh, to be comfortable. Uh, and great. so, yeah, uh, when we have another one, folks, you got to bring some more families because we had about 160 people out Which there. Which great. We, it was great numbers yeah. for our first one, so... It's so entertaining watching the kickball. That that had to be one of my highlights. And also seeing the children with all the, the painted faces. That yeah. seemed to have been a really big hit as it well. It was. And I loved the live music as well. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, still, ice pops galore. It was just great. And the artwork with Carla. Oh, yeah. The yeah. kids really seemed to enjoy that Thank as you, well. Carla Quigley. She's such yeah. a wonderful artist. Just wonderful. Oh, another Catholic school mom. Well, welcome <laughs> back to, to Red Sea Roundup, everybody. Uh, we are now live in studio today, which is Wednesday. So. Yeah. So, Dennis, you know, I'm looking out the window here at high atop the Catholic uh, Student Center at St. Mary's. Yep. And one of the questions that has kind of been floating around town is like, when are they actually going to break ground? Because we had the <laughs> break ground ceremony a month ago. But as I look out the window. Ground is broken. Oh, my goodness. They're starting to tear everything up. It is a destruction and construction zone. It's It's really kind of a. If I can stay focused on the show, I, I'm like watching big machines out here. I'm yeah. a, like a little kid again, you know? Yeah, they've moved the, I mean, I, what is it? it was a guard house, a parking yeah. monitor house that's been moved. Much of the concrete has been moved away. Uh, so the big machinery is already out here yep. breaking ground on the right half. So I'm guessing for parking, we can still the left half. Yep. That's going to be something for Sundays. Do it you will have be. any update about what they're going to do about parking on Sundays? Come early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as you first should come, anyways. First serve, right? As you should anyways for mass. Because that's a lot of spots so hypocr- to lose. I feel very hypocritical saying that because, you know. I don't always come early, yeah, so. No, we don't but it's really cool to watch, and uh, except for the the tree snapping part, that kind of breaks my heart a little bit. But sometimes that has to happen, and uh, asphalt will be dug up here real soon. So yeah, they're moving along here at the St. Mary's Catholic Center New Church. Uh, about a year and a half to two years, I imagine we'll see a beautiful basilica-like structure right across the street. So, That's but we amazing. are a live show, folks. So if you want to give the the phone numbers, oh, yes. Pam, well, where, where are we live? <laughs> We're live from St. Mary's, but you were listening to Red Sea Catholic Radio at K- KEDC 88.5 FM in the Brazos Valley, but also KYAR 98.3 FM in Central Texas and KINF 107.9 FM in Palestine. And you can call us anytime at 85 Love Red Sea. 
855-683-7332. Today's show, joining me after the break, is going to be the superintendent of the Austin Diocese of Schools, Misty Poe, as well as we're welcoming the new principal of St. Joseph Catholic School System, Miss um, Julia Mishler. So we're very excited about joining, having them join us and getting to talk about Catholic education mm-hmm. and getting to know Julia a little bit better. So if you are interested in, in calling in with any questions, we'd love for you to call us here at 85LOVERED-C, 855-683-7332. And why don't we uh, have a, uh, as we wrap up this last two minutes in this break and before the break, why don't we read our prayer to St. Joseph as we Please. have been throughout this year of St. Joseph in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, St. Joseph, whose protection is so great, so strong, so prompt before the throne of God, I place in you all my interests and desires. Oh, St. Joseph, do assist me by your powerful intercession and obtain for me from your divine Son all spiritual blessings through Jesus Christ our Lord. So that having engaged here below your heavenly power, I may offer my thanksgiving and homage to the most loving of fathers. Oh, so St. Joseph, I never weary contemplating you and Jesus asleep in your arms. I dare not approach while he reposes near your heart. Press him in my name and kiss his fine head for me and ask him to return the kiss when I draw my dying breath. St. Joseph, patron of departed souls, pray for us. Amen. 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 The Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank it's a beautiful you. day. It's a it's a great day to watch some construction. Yeah. You know, I think St. <laughs> Joseph would have loved watching this heavy machinery yeah. do its work. But um progress is is coming and we're we're very excited with Red Sea to be able to to announce some new initiatives. You know, the Family Fun Day is one of them. So great. Stay tuned, folks, for more to come. It's gonna blow your socks off. Um, you know, we've had family retreats in the past. We're just very excited to be that collaborative uh, glue in our communities here, Central Texas, and beyond uh, for our communities to help our churches out in their mission to serve families. Hey, I have something fun to talk about St. Joseph Church, too. Given this weekend is Independence Day, 4th of July, woohoo! celebrating our freedom, Mm -hmm. Father Brian Eilers will be having a patriotic rosary after the 815 Mass on Monday. Now, if you've never been a part of the Patriotic Rosary, we've actually done one on it. We did it on air last year, mm-hmm. didn't we, we during have. the pandemic? It is so beautiful because it goes through all 50 states and it, it actually says we plead the blood of Christ over every resident of Texas. But they go through the entire all 52 50. states. Yeah, it's just amazing. It's, yeah. it's really beautiful. So they're going to be doing that again after the 815 Mass on Monday the 5th. Well, we've got a, just a jam-packed show. We're very excited, excited to have two wonderful guests in the studio. So upcom- upcoming next is Julia Mishler and Misty Poe talking about Catholic school education. We'll be right back. All this I can, I am. Well, welcome back. Welcome back to this section of Red Sea Roundup. I'm the host of the day, Pam Marvin, and thrilled, just really thrilled to have in front of me the superintendent of the Austin Diocese of Schools, Miss Misty Poe, and the new principal over at St. Joseph School, Julia Mishler. Welcome, both of you. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having us. This is an honor to get to be part of the radio show. and. Oh. 
get to see some familiar faces in the community. That's right. You and Dennis have a connection here, don't you? We do. Tell us about that. So long story short, um, I knew, I met Dennis, um, I guess the second time in my life at uh, College Station High School a few years ago. I was um, working with his daughter um, and we were talking about band and that he was in band. And I said, oh, my dad's a band director. So we kind of got started talking about that and said, well, where'd you grow up? And he said, Garland, Texas. And I said, where'd you go to high school? And he said, Garland High School. And I said, was your band director Don Long? And he said, it was. And I said, that's my dad. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so such a cool, like, small circle, you know. Story. Yeah, it's been really fun. So we've stayed connected over the course of a few years. And then he actually, um, as I came in today, gave me some pictures of my parents' wedding from almost 40 years ago. My mom's been holding on to them for, like, 40 years and didn't know, <laughs> wanted, always wanted to get them to, back to Don Long, our friend. And they found out about this. And so she says, here, give them to Julia. So no. finally, after 38 years, I'm delivering some very grainy wow. pictures to Julia of So your parents, parents were friends with My the mom Longs? and sister have babysat they bet, Julia. So the first time I ever met them was I was a baby and they babysat me. <laughs> yeah. In Garland. In Garland. Yeah. Yes, we have. Isn't and that look, crazy? It's full circle. I was it a is. young, punky teenager at that time. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, now, now I'm almost a grandpa, so yeah. No, no news. I wasn't giving news no. to anybody. You're no. old enough to be a grandpa Correct. now that you have a married daughter. <laughs> there That's you go. pretty yeah. great. I am a grandma. I decided, okay, I'm a grandma. I can let my gray hair grow out. But so. it is neat to know that my daughter was a student of Julia's back in oh, College Station yeah. in the day, and I have a picture of them on her senior hug day. And yeah, it was pretty cool. Neat full circle. Glad yeah, to have, have her was... back in the studio. That was a comfort to me, you know, when we first got the news that Julia was going to be the new principal over there. Dennis was started telling me this story and just like, oh, she's amazing. You're going to love her. Um, you're active over at St. Thomas Aquinas, I believe. Is that that right? is our home parish. Yeah. Um, and we we were discussing just a little bit ago that we we love St. Mary's. That's actually where I came into the church. Um, so we probably can talk about that. In so just you're, a little convert, while. you're a convert too. I me too. Am, yes. <laughs> and I am too. Oh, are you really? Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> you're outnumbered, Dennis. <laughs> um, and then we have started to kind of get reconnected just to be familiar with the families in the parish at St. Joseph's. So we kind of make our way around just to, we have lots of connections in the community, lots of families that yeah. we just adore um, and are super happy to serve, but just have that, that, um, connection through the domestic church mm -hmm. of those good quality mm -hmm. friends and families, um, that are at multiple parishes for us and just love to just experience all that our yeah. community has to offer. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. We have such a great Catholic bubble here. We really appreciate that we have that. But you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna act like you know I'm just sitting down to coffee with Julia <laughs> to get to know her a little bit better because I know our listeners would like to as well. So give me. So I just found out that you know obviously that you grew up in Garland, yes, right? So where did you take us from there in both your faith journey and your education journey and okay. in your job too? So let's so start with college. Okay. So um, I came to. Texas A&M to go to college for um, a degree in aerospace engineering. Oh, that's, um, that's good. Which I'll, I'll rewind momentarily back to fifth grade. I went to space camp and I 
fell in love. I was going to be an astronaut. Um, and I did all the right steps to get to that point um, through high school and got accepted as an aerospace engineering major. And um, it was a little more than what I was able to balance um, because I also at the time played basketball at AM. So I got to walk you on to the women's basketball program. Get yes. Out of town. Yes. So I, it was just... I love Seth Walker, by the way. Oh, oh I love yes. Seth. He's the basketball coach. Uh-huh. And he's, a, he's a teacher coach over there at St. Joseph. Mm-hmm. We just, I have really nice things to say about We started Thank talking you, Coach Walker. X's and O's the other day, and I was like, we probably should stop because we could talk for hours about <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basketball um, strategy and offensive schemes. And um, but yes, he he's yeah. been wonderful to get to well, know yeah, already. So we're going to sidebar to talking about sports and Catholic integration because I am a huge fan of what we can do with the spiritual life through sports. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But certainly, keep going. certainly. So I, I realized my freshman year that um, maybe being an astronaut through that route was probably not in the cards for me. And so I kind of um, reflected and decided I love basketball. I want to coach basketball. And I knew in Texas, if you are going to coach a sport, you needed to also be certified to teach. So I decided um, what would I want to teach if I were going to be a teacher in the classroom? And Okay, I'm going to interrupt you a second. Uh-huh. My dad's a high school basketball coach, or he was until he retired. Women's basketball has season tickets to the women's games, too. I love too. that. So, yeah. Yeah, I love you more, sister. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here patting her on her arm. It's like, oh, my gosh, we're going to hit on all levels. I'm not supposed to actually be part of this interview. And this is kind of freaking me out. I just got to say this. I went into college as an aerospace engineer no major, wanted to be an astronaut, no. But then I learned that physics does not actually start with the letter F. Oh, that's <laughs> the one that got me. Yeah. It was physics. Oh, my goodness. I could do so AutoCAD. Kinda, I could do the math. It was the this, physics this that just rocked my world. Anyways, so, wow. I'll shut up. Go ahead, Pam. No, no, no. no. So uh, pick up on college. You're starting to transition to maybe education. So I, I considered, do I want to get a degree in education or do I want to speak? pick a specific subject. And so I opted for the latter and decided the the subject that I loved learning about the most in school that I would be the most passionate about as a teacher was English. Mm. Um, so I switched my major and finally finished um, at A&M with a, a degree in English and went and got my alternative certification. Oh, really? And really the, the Lord, it, you know, it was all in his hands because I was able to get a teaching position at my former middle school back in Garland, really? teaching with some of my previous teachers that no. taught me. And so it was such a blessing because they took me under their wing and kind of taught me how to how to do all the things. The uh, I was coaching uh, volleyball, basketball, and track. And so my former athletic coordinator was there and kind of brought me up in the world of education those first couple of years and absolutely loved it. Um, my husband and I Ended up getting married. So you um, met him where along the way? Um, so we met my senior year at A&M, mm. um, and he is um, a military veteran. And so he had gone straight to the military right out of high school, came back to A&M uh, after that. And that's where we uh, synced up and, and mm. met each other. And um, so he was still... Um, kind of contracting, doing some military work. And so he deployed. Um, I was in Garland. He came back. We got married, then moved to College Station for him to finish college. Really? Okay. Um, okay. So or about really to start what year, college. What year This would have about? been when we came back to College Station, uh, 2007, 2008. 
Okay. Um, and so mm-hmm. we've been here pretty much ever since um, that. So I did, you know, four years of college here, went back home for a couple years, and then College Station just, That's it. it was, this is where we were Good supposed fit. to be. Okay. So, um, and, but you weren't Catholic this whole time. I was not Catholic. I um, We actually had our first two children, and we, we got married in the Catholic Church, had our kids baptized in the Catholic Church. Um, all the while, I was learning and soaking it all in. I was raised Southern Baptist. My grandparents brought me up in the Baptist Church, and it was it was beautiful. I'm so thankful for oh, that. Absolutely, yes. um, They were just amazing humans. Um, my, my grandmother and grandfather, um, Nana and Poppy, mm-hmm. and they, um, they, they taught me what it means to be a Christian and mm-hmm. to walk mm-hmm. the walk, mm-hmm. um, and, and to live by, um, the, to live by the faith and have that be a part of who I am as a person, not only in what I believe, but in what I show, I believe in my actions. Absolutely. And so, so important, so thankful for that. And, so all the while knew what it was to be a Christian, wasn't really sure what it meant to be Catholic um, and got connected with some friends here in town that were Catholic, um, Jen and David Harris. And no, you're yes. kidding me. <laughs> so my husband and David worked together. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, so David was my sponsor no coming into the way. church. Yes. Um, and so Holy. I went I'm through. I'm surprised our, our path hadn't crossed, crossed before now. I, I really am. Yes, yes. So about 10 years ago, I remember I was pregnant with my daughter um, and got confirmed in the Catholic Church here with then Father David, now Bishop David here at St. Mary's. Aww. So this parish has such a special place in my heart mm-hmm. um, and has just been at, from that moment forward, just soaking it all in um, and and learning, continuously learning and being connected. Um, I went to Axe Retreat last January, pre-COVID, wow. um, which it rocked my world in sure. the most amazing ways. Yeah, love it. Um, and it was, it was such a beautiful moment for me um, to really connect with other Catholic women, to be in, surrounded by um, just joyful uh, it's really hard to put into words because until you go to Axe Retreat right. and experience it, it is uh, it was phenomenal. So came back, and I, that really kind of set me on a path for what's what's my next right step. Right, wait, well, um, we're going to back you up a little bit, though. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so because we're kind of getting these journeys together, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to like go; these paths are going to cross, intertwine. Certainly. So you move back to College Station, and you get a job working as and where. So when we moved back to College Station, I was actually pregnant with our second son, and it was August. He was due August 1st, mm. and that's not a great time to hire a new teacher, <laughs> no. especially one that you you haven't yet met before. And so I actually got a job here at a company um, on the south end of town. That's where I met Jen, and we just hit it off great friends. So worked there for about two years and learned some amazing customer service skills, learned how to work in a what was for me a non-traditional environment in a mm. cubicle and you know kind of taking phone calls and processing requests and the every point in my journey I will tell you has given me some new learning that has gotten me prepared for whatever the next step See, was. So so in other words what I'm hearing you say is that God's been preparing for you for this moment in time I, for many many years. He does that. He's beyond it's the shadow beautiful of a doubt. and it's mm-hmm. amazing. So mm-hmm. yes. Okay, so after that, though, you started So after to... that, I was able to um, get a teaching position in Bryan. So worked at a middle school in Bryan for four years. I taught for and taught and coached for a couple years. 
and decided to get my master's. So I have my master's in education administration. And at that time, there was an opportunity with a grant program there to be what's called a master teacher, an instructional coach, and help teachers yes, I've come with, familiar with that. Their, yeah, yeah. the art and science of teaching in their classroom. And built some amazing connections with teachers, learned a, a little bit of the ropes of administration, uh, you know, kind of, it was a, a step out of the classroom, but still connected because I would get to go in and, and co-teach with teachers and team and, mm. and lesson plan with them. So still, still a little bit connected. Um, so did that for a couple of years and then finally had the opportunity to move full time into administration as an assistant principal at College Station High School. College Station High School? Yes, oh, ma'am. Mercy. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So I joined that school the second year that they were open. So still very much a building year. The school opened with freshmen and sophomores the first remember, year yeah. and then added a new class each subsequent year. So I came on year two, um, had a phenomenal administrative team. Learned so much about not only instruction at the secondary level, certainly 9 through 12, where my experience had been 6 through 8. Um, so expanding that knowledge and also learning how more of a, the management side of administration and how to help people um, with their their day-to-day comings and goings. Made some phenomenal connections with our community through the parents, um, Dennis being one of them, and just really got a, a vast understanding of, of what it means to be an administrator who knows what you're about and and then right, pursue right. that with, with your daily actions, having all of that come into alignment. So I was there for three and a half years. We had a random two, um, well, I guess it was only about six months in California. Um, my husband went to help a family friend with a, a business uh, and he went out there and we thought it was going to be a, a long-term thing and ended up that it, the Lord was calling us back to College Station. Yeah. So, so, so you had a hiatus. We had a hiatus. <laughs> okay. But again, I the, the the work that I did out there, I wrote curriculum. No. And so yeah, I it kind of brought me back to some of the roots of instruction and making sure that what we say this is what we're supposed to be teaching and how it actually comes out in the classroom instruction that the, all those are aligned. So again, very much the Lord said, this is, you're going to need this when mm-hmm. you come back. And sure enough, I came back to College Station and was within a, a semester hired to open Welburn Middle School in College Station. Wow. So it was the third middle school in CSISD. And that literally, again, looking at the construction out the window here, it I worked a construction site for a year as we built it from the ground up and then brought the the teachers and the students and the families all together to really make that a, a, a school that people were, were proud to be a part of. So again, that experience, I feel like very much prepared me for stepping in at St. Joe's yeah. and having the opportunity to 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 reimagine, rethink, um, appreciate the history that is in oh, that mercy. school and the church. So cool. Um but but be able to to balance all that with the the creative component of well, what if. So what drew you to become like why do you, you know cuz it sounds like you love mm-hmm. what you were doing but this position became available but something kind of tugged at your heart. So it's, Tell me about that. It did. And I will tell you, it goes back to going to that axe retreat. Mm. Um, I went into that axe retreat specifically um, looking for rest. And I didn't know what that meant at the time. 
And there were a couple of moments during the retreat where the word would come up. And it just, you know, when you're looking for something and you hear it, it kind of it piques your interest and you dig in a little bit more. Um, and what I realized is that I was looking for rest in the balance between being a mom of Catholic kids. We have four kids um, who are amazing awesome. children awesome. Um, and, and making sure that when we baptize them in the Catholic church, that we as parents in our domestic church are giving them those opportunities to grow in their faith, um, but also being really passionate about what I do as an educator. And there was unrest going into that Acts retreat about how to do both of those well. Mm. And through the Acts retreat, was able to start kind of exploring what that might look like for me in my life and in my walk. So... Over the course of the last year and a half um, since that that retreat, just really been exploring, uh, reflecting, and trying to figure out how how can I provide my husband in our marriage and my kids, our, our kids as parents, um, the, the best possible experience of their Catholic faith. And I was trying to do all the things, as us moms know, mm-hmm. can happen sometimes. And the thing that drew me to St. Joe's was the opportunity to have all of those things come into alignment together, to be able to afford not only my personal children, but the children that come to that school, the opportunity to have their faith embedded in their day-to-day yes, yes. experience of mm-hmm. school. And as a, as a mom, getting the the chance to go to mass with my kids during the week. It's phenomenal. I mean, it just, it's, it was such. Amazing. As someone who was very faithful to the 920 mm -hmm. all school mass (laughs) pre-COVID, it was a heartbreaker not to be able to do it this last year. Sure, sure. So that, I will tell you, that was the absolute biggest draw was to have the chance to be connected with my kids and their faith. And help other families do the same. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, I want to bring Misty in a little bit because mm-hmm. you're actually coming into the picture about this time. Um, I was super impressed with the whole process. I mean, we have to give Father Brian Eilers a big shout out Absolutely. about um, his commitment to Catholic mm-hmm. education. I, I mean, I've been in and around the St. Joseph system now for um, 25 years, I'd say. And I've never seen a, um, a more thorough search for a principal. <laughs> I can than attest I, to that. Yes, okay. So, Missy, why don't you come in and start to talk about, okay, so did Father Brian come and approach you? Did you approach him? How did that go? So, as a Catholic school's office, we support the parishes in their search for administration in the schools. So, when the position came open, I met with Father Brian to let him know what our format is. So, this is a traditional format, mm-hmm. um, running the ranks, of going through this process. Um, and it's all inclusive. We involve the community in giving feedback of what they're looking for in their next leader. Wait, let me stop you there. Yes. I literally took the survey. I have ah, never awesome. been surveyed for this before, ever, about what would you like to see. And, you, and I thought, mm-hmm. this is amazing. This is so thorough. So, yeah, so I actually got to take part yeah, of that. Yeah, it's very helpful. We're finding out what they're wanting to look in, and then their next leader, what the strengths are of the school, the weaknesses of the school. So the committee can look at all that as we're looking for that next person to come take St. Joseph's to the next level. Yes. And then in addition to that, the committee meets. They narrow down their finalist. Um, they do interviews, then narrow down the finalists, and then the finalists come for a full day on campus. And they're meeting with all the constituents, the students, the parents, the um parent-teacher organization, Mm -hmm. the school leadership, 
um, it's amazing. And that, that gives that um, applicant also an opportunity to see the community they're coming yes. to serve and for the community to see who's going to be leading them. Yeah. How um, was that for you? Was that a little overwhelming, intimidating? I to, the, the visit, the school visit when you got to go walk around. It was around. thrilling. Okay. In so many right ways. The the student panel was by far my favorite part. <laughs> oh. It was, oh my goodness, it just seeing their faces, albeit in a mask, but still just their <laughs> eyes lit up when we got to talking about things that they love about their school and what they want to have happen at their school. It, that was brought such joy to my heart. What stands out about that particular? I'm, I'm just fascinated with the students. Sure. Said. What stands out to you? So they're they absolute hands down. And there, there were four students on the panel that day. And they, every single one of them mentioned how much they love the family atmosphere, how connected they are with their peers and that Everybody knows everybody. And that <laughs> is, oh my goodness. And they all echoed it in a, yeah. in a different way, yeah. but they all echoed it. And um, it, well, it was. Let me just give you the other side of that. As a parent, my son now, who's 25, we had, it, we were getting ready. It was the juniors, um, parents that were in charge of decorating for prom here mm-hmm. at St. Mary's actually. Mm-hmm. And so um, my friend Patty Blazik, she said, yes. hey, I live right by there. So you guys, oh, this is my son's friends, right? There's like five of them. So why don't y'all come on afterwards and we'll have a little wine and after we finish decorating. And you know what? We hit it off so well that we are still very dear friends Aww. to this day because our kids, and talk about family. So whenever the, the boys, as they got older, hey, they want to go do X, Y, Z. We're like on texting each other, do you know about this? Well, <laughs> Jake's mom said he could. Oh, right. yeah, is that right? You mm-hmm. know? So, yeah, so the parents become very good friends, too. And and I've become friends, like, we've had the Brightwells and the Lipscombs have had somewhere mm-hmm. about as long as I have. Um, so getting to know families for that long, watching our children grow up, it's just mm-hmm. been, it's such a blessing. So I, I understand completely about that. It's a very, very important component of what I think sets Catholic schools apart. So mm-hmm. if you're considering um, Catholic school, I really, I'm gonna just, we're going to say this again, but I want to go ahead and throw that in right now. If you're considering um, Catholic school, what would they do? They just call up the office? How does that work? Absolutely. They can call up to the office and our number is 979 we also have a lot of really helpful information on our school website, and it is stjosephschoolbcs.org. And certainly we are accepting applications. If you'd like to call and get a tour, you can call and do that. We'll show you whether you're at the elementary school or the secondary school, mm-hmm. um, answer any questions that you may have. But absolutely would love to have families even consider and explore this yes. as an option to help grow our community of Catholic families. Right. I have to say, a big fan of Amy Lavender, who yes. is the assistant principal over at the elementary. And um, Stephanie Rayburn first was my friend as a co-parent, you know. Yes, ma'am. We have kids in the same grade and has just been a blessing to me. So uh, Great. shout out to those guys. Too. And if Both. you're not living in the Bryan College Station area and looking for a Catholic school, we have 20 Catholic schools in the Diocese of Austin. Check out our website at csdatx.org. Yeah, so one of our favorite priests is down the road there. It's Riker now, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. He's really moving and shaking there, so I'm interested to hear more about that. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the one I know right off top. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go back to Julie. I have so yeah. much I want to I don't think I can get it <laughs> into 40 minutes. We need to do minutes. a regular statement. Well, no, I mean, we can just do a whole segment on 
what you know this progression and what's mm-hmm. going on here, but then a whole nother one on Catholic education and and perfect models and mm-hmm. things like that. So I do want to. I know you were saying there's several different models for like an ideal Catholic school. Um, but I want, I want to kind of want to know what we're going for. Maybe that's more of a father. Maybe I should have father Brian on at some we, point. I about think we that. need to get father Brian <laughs> <Maybe>. in here <laughs> because it really is his going to be his vision of what he wants to do with it. Is that correct? I don't know. It's a joint vision, but yes, mm-hmm. father Brian is going to be our, the leader, um, as many of our pastors are in the school parishes. Um, but overall within our Catholic schools, when you talk about that model or that ideal Catholic school, it's their faith and then the formation, but the formation in their faith, their academics, their social, spiritual life. I mean, it's all encompassing. And that's what's great. You know, as, um, Julia mentioned earlier about, you know, once the child had been baptized is the, the commitment you've made in raising them in their faith, no matter what faith it is, that commitment's there. And Catholic schools will serve that for any child of any faith. And having them grow um, and knowing God, um, it's the best way for evangelization. Mm-hmm. So not only um, are they learning about God, but they are also um, knowing God, practicing, you know, those those um, gospel values that we teach them. Um, and then evangelizing those beyond them. Right. It can be a kindergartner doing it, and it could be a senior doing it mm-hmm. um, in their community. It's just a beautiful gift. And the intellectual side or the, the that side as well, like I know there's like classical curriculum, there's like a liberal type that's really more emphasis on literature and things like that. Right. So I don't know if there's like oh, one set standard. Maybe you could you're the curriculum person now. So <laughs> right. what do you what do you think of as as like I think this is a, the best fit for Catholic schools, this type of curriculum. What would you say about that? Well, I will tell you I am still exploring all of the options. My background, I have 16 years in public education, which is a pretty standard model. And I am open to learning. I want to, I I love information. I I crave knowledge. It is just something that I I don't know. It, I just, I get it. I I, I, I always say I'm a researcher. If you want me to research something, just let me know. I really like exploring. Right. So just taking into consideration what the options are, what, what all the different models are, what is a good fit for our families, for Mm. our community? Cause we are, we talked a little bit earlier, we're in a little bit of a a bubble almost, um, and making sure that what we're going to offer at St. Is a good match for what our families are looking for, what is good for our students to set them up for success beyond when they finish with us in high school, and making sure that we provide the best quality education. I can, uh, that is one thing I can promise. We are going to provide the best quality education in both academics and faith for the kids that are coming to St. Joe's. Um, Something that to be both scholars and saints. And saints. Scholars and saints. Absolutely. And the thing, as I have gone through the the hiring process at St. Joe's and, and just started to to kind of get my feet under me a little bit is the the concept of building disciples mm-hmm. and that we are going to work toward creating committed learners of academics and faith yes and so that they can then go out and evangelize right and what comes to mind is also i don't know if there's any type of um partnership in some way because that's what St. Mary's is from the college mm-hmm. level and I'm sure we don't need to remake the whole model right. because they're doing such a great job of forming those disciples to 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 go out into the world and as it, my daughter just recently graduated from St. Joe's um has been mentored by some ablaze ministers to like she's like this is so different you know being in Dallas mm-hmm. it's just so different and you know the faith is not a support you, you have to really learn how to seek it too outside 
So I'm looking forward to seeing some of that type of integration too. It's like, you know, now once I have it, how do I maintain it amongst dryness and things like that? Absolutely. But, you know, What's interesting, you mentioned that. So Bishop Lewis Riker in Waco, we just entered a partnership with the University of Dallas. So I want to give a shout out to the University of Dallas. And they are really um, creating that evangelization and fostering the commitment to Catholic education, but also classical education. I love it. So we have now two schools that have partnered with the University of Dallas. And so— Which um, is the other one? Just St. Joseph's and Colleen. In Colleen. So they are adopting their classical curriculum. They're training the teachers. Um, And at Bishop Lewis Riker, they're taking the step further where the kids, when they graduate, they'll be able to go straight on to UD. They're going to be—the high school kids are going to use the UD library. I mean, really integrating that college down to high school. Because as you said, they're doing a great job. There's no sense in reduplicating it and just having it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, we're very excited about that college partnership. That sounds really great. So that's something that maybe Father Brian would be looking at, maybe? We don't know. Yeah, Father Brian, Julia, yeah. I mean, y'all have amazing resources in your backyard here right now. So so there's so many opportunities, which is really excited as Julianne and I get together and start brainstorming on all the opportunities. Mm -hmm. St. Joseph's is just, it's that time. Mm-hmm. So, so what are you most excited about coming into the new position? Your official day is tomorrow. Yes, ma'am. Um, what are you most excited about um, for over the summer? So I will tell you, even though my first official day is tomorrow, already this summer, I have had the opportunity to sit down and meet with Almost every single teacher so far. I still have a couple of appointments coming up after the 4th of July holiday, um, but I had the chance to call a staff meeting, an an unofficial staff meeting, before everybody got out of school. And so Ah. everybody was still here, and I wanted to make sure that before they left for the summer that I got a little FaceTime with them to just let them see and hear my heart sure. for the work that we have ahead of us. And I gave them the the 30-minute spiel of my history. And, and like we were talking earlier, all those moments that added up to get me to this moment where I am standing physically in front of you today mm-hmm. and, and where... That's the choice. Mm-hmm. And so, so it was a hard choice, though, from what I understand. They had really good candidates. Is that right, We Misty? did have very good candidates, yeah, yes. Awesome. But, you know, we have to trust in God, and we know he's going to provide us with what we need, and he did. He did, for sure. Yep. So I asked of all the teachers, I said, I would love to get your 30-minute story. Mm. So that's what we've done this summer is is get to sit down, and, and I have just little appointment slots where teachers will come in, and we just get 30 minutes. And, and I told them, I said, I only have two questions for you. Um, the rest is kind of unscripted. It's just kind of where the, the conversation goes. And my first question was, if, if you were to bring an item with you that represented your story, what would it be? And they kind oh, of wow. tell me a little bit about that. And mm-hmm. then the last question that I asked them was, how can I pray for you? Oh. And that, that it was, it has been so beautiful to just hear other people's stories and, and know how they got to St. Joe's, mm-hmm. why they love it and, and why they're so dedicated to Catholic education. And that has hands down in my favorite part. In addition to just like you said, Miss Rayburn, Miss Lavender, getting connected with them, the office staff, everybody has been so. Margaret inc- has oh. been there the whole time. I she, love Margaret Tejan. We she were just, just counting this morning. She will hit 25 years of service next year. And that's year. about the same wow. time that I came in. Which is yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. She has been already a such a, fixture. a help yeah. to me of, oh. you know, Miss Mishler, here's here's where I can get that for you. Or And she's and been. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Fatek at the elementary school as well. Takes on mm. so many hats. Mr. White at the middle school. Oh, that's so, true too. Yeah. yeah. So just that has been 
such a gift to be welcomed in open arm with open arms into the the family of St. Joseph's because again, the kids said it, but every single teacher has mentioned it as well that they love the family atmosphere. They love the connections they have with their colleagues, yeah. with the families and the kids. Okay, so, I gotta tell you just a, another sweet story okay. just as a parent about the family. Um, as as a parent that went to the high school masses on the Tuesdays and Thursdays, there was another grandparents that would come. So there was just a set of us mm-hmm. that would come, parents and grandparents, on a very regular basis. And what I'm getting just choked up thinking about it because sometimes even the our children's friends would come to join mm-hmm. us because you could leave and come sit with us apart from it. And mm-hmm. it was so heartwarming and it's so familial. And and to see, and the parents, it's the Prehodas who have been there when they went to school there. So the grandparents yeah. had gone to St. Joseph and their children and their children. And it, it's just like that legacy kind mm-hmm. of thing that was just really so beautiful. So I got to see that firsthand. So I'm just affirming that. That is great. And so I'll add your name to the list because that has been <laughs> the the tried and true statement from everybody I've visited with and that you can't make that up. It just, it is part of the culture of who the school is, who the church is. And that is so affirming to come into an organization and a school like that. The community, the community Mm -hmm. is so strong and and cares so deeply. So that, that has been my favorite part so far. Mm, That sounds so beautiful. So you may have or may not have some staffing needs. You want to like give a plug if you are have any staffing needs right now at St. Joseph? That is phenomenal. We are still searching for one last position. We need a high school math position. Um, and so if you are interested in that, you are certainly most welcome to email me. <laughs> okay. At, um, at J Mishler, the letter J, M-I-S-H-L-E-R, at St. Joseph School. BCS.org. They're a mouthful. It is a mouthful. <laughs> for a um, math teacher. For a math teacher, high school math. Um, and so certainly um, we'll have lots of support for that person coming in. We have hired, I think, four other staff pre-K through 12 this year. So wow. lots of really phenomenal people coming in to join the the teachers that are already there. Right. And um, it is it's going to be a good year. You know, one of the things that um, you've done in the past, which I think that you can never have too much of, the investment in the teachers, mm-hmm. right? So um, any thoughts about maybe um, days like when you have teacher work days, we're talking about curriculum and so forth, but are you going to offer a spiritual component, kind of like a formation p- component for the teachers perhaps? Yeah. Does Do that, we talk that... about your theme this year Certainly. and how that's going to be integrated? So I, as an English teacher, I think it's just ingrained in my brain. Um, shout out to Dr. Bissett from Garland High School, um, senior English class. Just she was a she was a rock star, and kind of put this in in my mind, and I've never let it go. Um, so every year, we we in my past as an administrator created a theme for the year that kind of encapsulates where we're at, what our goals are, carries us through mm-hmm. um, from start to finish, from August to May, and. This upcoming year, our theme is going to be cultivating our creative courage. So a little bit of a cultivating creative courage. Wow. So a little shout out to the year of St. Joseph. Um, Pope Francis in his letter called creative courage, one of St. Joseph's uh, outstanding virtues. And Mm. so the, the concept of having hard moments, trials, tribulations, difficulties, challenges that come our way and having the courage to say, Lord, I know you're going to take care of me. 
Mm. And then also having that, that creative problem solving skill of let's think through this, let's figure out what are we going to do? And so as we come out of the year of COVID or a year and a half of COVID, I guess at this point and new leadership, both from the, the school side and the church side, how are we going to problem solve to make the best possible opportunity in this and the cultivating concept of learning and growing together to make St. Joseph's the best we can possibly be for our kids mm-hmm. and our teachers and their families. Um, so that that is where we're, we're going to start this year is trying to bring all that together so that we are, are tapping into our, our namesake as a school and a church, but also connecting what we know about instruction and our faith and all of those things that can can really take us, like Ms. Poe said, to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about that. We will start at some point in this year um, a little bit of some visioning work to just make sure that, like I mentioned earlier, if if a specific instructional model is what's where we need to go, we want to make sure that we solicit some feedback from sure. our, our stakeholders on that. And we'll, we'll do a little bit of um, internal reflection a lot of, of information gathering, probably more surveys to some of our families and, and conversations to make sure that we're going to set St. Joe's up for, for a, a plan that achieves the best possible education in not only academics, but certainly in their faith as we possibly right, can. Right. And that and then that goes back to that one question about you'll probably be integrating your theme to mm-hmm. the workshops for your teachers. Absolutely. And we will have a day um, as part of the diocese. Um, we gathered together at a convocation at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. All of the staff and um, teachers of all of our Catholic schools come together. So we'll be having mass together, um, which is just beautiful. And it's recognizing like a- those of years of service, like Miss Tejan, mm-hmm. yeah. we have some teachers that are going into their 45th year mm-hmm. in the Catholic school. Unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, there is, I got a shout out to one of the teachers over at uh, the elementary school. Two of them, who my older children, who are like in their late 20s now, and that was Jackie Keller. Mm-hmm. And Erica Castillo. So both of them have been there for quite some time Mm -hmm. now. And that's always so um, a real sense of comfort for me as a parent when you see the longevity of some of the people staying there um, Mm -hmm. and being teachers for all this time. So I always love to to shock Erica because it was her first year when she had my daughter. (laughs) And I say, she'll be 30 this year. And Erica's like, don't stop, Pam, stop. Oh, my gosh. We're grateful for all the teachers that see it as a ministry. It's their calling. It's not their job. Mm -hmm. And they truly are there. For the, for the child. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's just amazing. Right, right. And how they integrate their faith into mm-hmm. what they teach, I think is, you know, how can you ever separate that? If we're truly and authentically Catholic, you can't, you can't mm-hmm. separate that Correct. within us. And so I think that's kind of what I heard with you, Julia. That was, uh, you said it perfectly, <laughs> probably more concisely than I did, but that's certainly, yes, the integration of my faith in the day to day, the thing that I am most passionate about, right, my, right. my vocation, my ministry of education and tying that to my faith through the, the the works of the Catholic Church is that that is you can't do that anywhere else. Wow! So. Wow! So um, let's just kind of start to recap a little bit of why uh, Catholic schools are such a good choice. I'll start. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, in, the truly the integration between a faith, like not separating your faith from education, being able to talk freely and openly about Jesus and share your heart with others and share um, that. I think that really sets it apart. The, the family atmosphere is just bar none the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I've experienced that personally at St. Joseph. I have made some of the best friends of my life as a parent there as well. Um, so that is such a great thing. And if you would like for a tour, please go ahead and call the 979-822-6641. Yeah, and you'll probably get hear Margaret's voice, and she will get you to the right person for a tour. Absolutely. Is there anything you two would like to say to kind of wrap things up for today, something maybe we didn't get in quite yet? I think that's it. We are always accepting applications yeah. and would love to have you consider coming to St. Joseph's um, because it is unlike anything else we can offer in the Brazos Valley as far as a um, Catholic education in a traditional, not traditional, but in a school setting right. um, where where you your kids would have the opportunity to be connected in so many different areas, have phenomenal teachers, and and like I said, get to go to mass twice a week and have such great connections with their their peers. Um, but yeah, it, it is going to be an amazing opportunity moving forward for us. I'm excited. Yes. If you want to form your child in holiness and wisdom, Catholic school is your answer. Absolutely. And we didn't even talk about sports and how to, what a great component that is in Catholic education as well. It is. The mm-hmm. students have an opportunity to explore the gifts and talents that God's given them in so many opportunities, and they're not limited by that. And so we're blessed to be able to provide that opportunity for them. Well, thank you both so much for joining. This has been so exciting. I mean, you can just see, Julie and I are really hitting it off. Y'all can't see it. But the energy <laughs> level just kept, from yeah. smiling. <laughs> the energy level just kept going up the more we started talking. You are a sister of my heart. You know? <laughs> it's wonderful. So I really hope that you'll come back on uh, Red Sea Radio anytime and we are here for you guys uh, we support Catholic education religious education for the mes- domestic church is our theme uh, we are here for for Catholic education as well as our families um, thank you so much I will be back in three weeks so until then go and love your neighbor I've been talking, I've-